Ned Christian reluctantly give him the shot, and then they win. Now, I don't know how they win. Maybe by a pinfall. Let's say that. It's a good one to do. So, May 29th, Saturday Malenko win the Tag Team Championships, all right? <laughs> you like that one? Edge of the seat storytelling here early. Maybe they win by pinfall. I don't know. <laughs> hey, it could happen. It's very likely to happen. You're right. In a pro wrestling match, winning by pinfall is very likely. And now, it's time for Making Kayfabe with your host, Bryson Dillon. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the best podcast in the world, uh, Making Kayfabe, where myself and my good friend Bryce, we go through the history of wrestling and try to rewrite it in our own image, our own glorious, beautiful image. It's beautiful and glorious. Isn't that right? That's very right, though, and I'm, I'm very excited for this, this week's episode. Uh, what, what, what have you got for us? Well, uh, this week I thought, you know, there's a, there's a guy that I think is a little bit kind of underutilized or was underutilized back in the Attitude Era, and so I wanted to maybe give a little bit more spotlight to this gentleman, but not just that one gentleman, a second gentleman as well. There's gonna a be, second gentleman? There's going to be two gentlemen in, in my uh, podcast episode this week. So strap yourself in for two gentlemen. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for two gentlemen. I'm not, always ready for two gentlemen. Yeah, I was going to say, not the first time you've had to strap yourself in for two gentlemen. There we go. See, we're getting the jokes in. Oh, man. So what I wanted to talk about today is Perry Saturn and Dean Malenko. Ah, the radicals. The radicals. Exactly. Oh, I always thought... The yes, forgotten the radicals. radicals. I always what? The forgotten radicals. Exactly. The two yeah. radicals who are Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero, who exactly. are you know went into bigger things, and Perry Saturn and Dean Malenko, who kind of didn't didn't do anything. Mm. That was exactly my point. I always felt that like when the radicals came in, like pretty much off the bat, it seemed like Benoit and Eddie were destined for better things, right? Mm. That was pretty much, especially Benoit, like they were really doing a number with him straight off the bat. So you knew that those two guys had like momentum and like push behind them. But then Dean Malenko, like, Dean Malenko had a pretty good run as a light heavyweight champion. So that's was something. Was that a good run? It was, no, it was a good run. The problem is nobody cared about the light heavyweight championship. Yeah. So that was a bit of a, you know, tricky situation. And Perry Saturn didn't really do a whole lot. I'll cover that in a wee second. So I felt like, all all four of those guys were very talented and very successful in other companies and i feel like maybe perry Saturn and timo Lanko got a bit of a short straw um especially when compared with eddie and and benoit now i'm not saying that timo Lanko should be world heavyweight champion but i'm saying that these guys could they had the ability to to maybe be a little bit more than what they were presented so i'm, I'm gonna try yeah, I hope by saying Paris Saturn didn't go on too much, you're not saying that you're going to just sweep Moppy under the rug. Oh, unfortunately, I am, my oh, friend. My that is, in in my universe, that is getting erased. Well, so. I know what my next episode is going to be about. <laughs> Moppy isn't technically a wrestler, so I don't know if you can do that. <laughs> I'm sure he competed in a match. Hmm. Well, is Head a wrestler? Uh, in WWF Attitudes, the, the game. Oh, you unlock him, don't you? That's a good point. Yes, you do unlock him. And he's just a floating head, and it's super weird. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's like one of the hardest things to unlock. Dude, I did. I unlocked him. 
I don't remember how I did it, but I really wanted to see what it was. So I, I, I just fucking spent hours trying to beat that game. And that game wasn't that good. Are you serious? That's, that's like the first wrestling game I ever played. I love that game. The controls were like jank. Like No Mercy was way better, and that's, mm. that's just facts. No Mercy was quicker. Um, I mean, it was it was it was okay. Anyway, we're not Can't here to argue. talk about we're not talking about WF Attitude, the video game. We'll talk about that in our podcast, uh, video game podcast later on. Mm. Yeah, separate, exactly. Yeah, part we got lots of podcasts. Yeah, exactly. But I get um, what you mean about um, you know, saying Perry Pattern, Perry Saturn, and uh, Perry Pattern. <laughs> 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 Perry Saturn and Dean Malenko were kind of uh, they deserve better because Dean Malenko yeah. was is a very smooth wrestler. He's very he's probably the best technical wrestler of all time. Um not, not many people come close to him in that. I'm pretty sure that when um what's the what's the the PWI five hundred or Sports Illustrated five hundred or something like that? I've forgotten what it is. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's PWI five hundred, but that was like a legitimate thing for his first year ever. It was like based on like legitimate wrestling ability and Dean Malenko was number one. Um and then since then it's like based on like overness and, and kayfabe and stuff. So like I'm pretty sure the lineage goes something like Dean Malenko and then Steve Austin, The Rock, Steve Austin, The Rock, John Cena, <laughs> like all these things. So Dean Malenko yeah. was like the first ever to win that. And Perry Saturn himself, I don't know much about Perry Saturn, but um, I have watched the early ECW pay-per-views, and yeah. one of which is when he's in the Eliminators. Eliminators. Yeah, yes. yeah. And you get Joey Styles total elimination. And he, he, he can do so much stuff. Like, I had no idea of Perry Saturn because I only saw him briefly in WBF when I was a kid. Yes. Um, and he's doing all these like, flips and shit. He's jumping off the top rope and he's like just doing incredible moves. He's like, the most like nimble, athletic like guy I had no idea about because I'd only ever really seen him with a, with a mop in his hand. So, right. I mean, exactly. yeah, he's totally underutilized. Um, I don't know what his promo ability was like, to be honest. Um, but I mean, his wrestling ability is um, you know, unquestionable. Exactly. Like that was kind of the um, the same mindset I went through. Like when I started watching wrestling, it was about the time the Radicals came in, you know, mm-hmm. and Pirate Saturn was there, but he didn't really do a whole lot and you didn't get to show off too much. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and watched old ECW tapes and, and shows and you're like, whoa, this guy, he was really good, mm-hmm. you know, um, de- like definitely underrated. If you just go back and watch his older stuff, you're like, whoa, dude. So I wanted to, you know, um, try to give a little positive spin to the Perry Saturn story. Nice. So I'm going to try and do that right now. I'm going to give you a little little history of Perry Saturn. So as you mentioned, the Perry Saturn and Dibalenko entered the WWF alongside Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit as the Radicals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, during that time, Malenko won the light heavyweight championship. And Benoit was like uh, chasing after the Intercontinental Championship. Eddie won the European Championship. Mm. So they were all doing pretty well. At some point, there was a triple threat Judgment Day. I'll tell you exactly what point. Judgment Day, which was uh, May 21st, year 2000. Malenko, Saturn, and Guerrero all fought in a triple threat match for the European Championship, which uh, Guerrero was uh, the champion at the time. So already, like, you know, they started in, like, January, I think, of 2000. We're in May, and they're already, like, Benoit's out of the picture, and they're already fighting with each other. It's not Team Unity, you know what I mean? They're already kind of letting the wheels off, and you're like, duh, don't drop the ball this quickly, you know? Already, yeah. 
Um, Saturn later on had Terry Runnels as a manager. And then after he got Terry as a manager, he managed to beat Eddie Guerrero for the European Championship. And he held it for about a month. He held it from July 23rd to um, August 31st. Hmm. Guess who he lost the belt to? Spoiler, it's not Viscera. Who he lost the belt to? Yeah. Uh, when was this? This was September 31st. 2000. 2000. Yeah. And I'm going to say Jericho. No. He lost it to Al Snow. Oh, Snow, your, your boy. But this is when Al Snow did the thing where he was the European champion, so he would come out as <laughs> different guys from different parts of Europe. And I'm like, oh, like when I saw that, I'm like, he's my true love. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, was, I was really confused about that when I watched it. Because I've got, I've got one memory of it happening. And I'm pretty sure one time he came out with a Hong Kong fooey, a photo yes. of Hong Kong fooey. And I was like, oh, yes. oh, oh, Hong Kong's not Europe. What, what, yes. What's going on? But Exactly. Um, um, and I remember one time he came up with a picture of William Regal um, and the Queen. Yes, because I think uh, Regal beat him for the European Championship. Right. Because William Regal was like, how dare you be smart to Europe? And then he's like, China isn't even in Europe. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. making a mockery of this. And then that William Regal Al Snow business happens. Mm. But we're not talking about those guys right now. Although I'm sure William Regal is going to pop up in a podcast soon. He is a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yes, he is. And Al Snow's a gentleman. There's two more gentlemen for you if you wanted them. Um, but anyway, also at some point, Perry Saturn won the Hardcore Championship twice. Mm-hmm. But as we covered in the Taz podcast, where Taz is a three-time hardcore champion, it doesn't really mean a whole lot, does it? Mm. doesn't really mean a whole lot. So that's pretty much it for like title um, opportunities for Malenko and Saturn. It's not a whole lot. Shame. Right, exactly. So then uh, near the end of 2000, the Radicals get back together for some reason, and they kind of like have a feud with the Hardy Boys because Steve Malenko is like hot for Lita, and she doesn't like him. <laughs> That so that is just a thing, and I don't quite get that. And then at uh, WrestleMania 2001, Eddie Guerrero fights Test for the European Championship. Do you remember when Test was the European champion? I do. Is this is this WrestleMania, right? Yes, WrestleMania remember, 2001. Yeah, I remember that match. Test got caught in the rope, and like it was a really awkward kind of mess. It, 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 was, it was like falling out of the ring, and his leg got kind of caught between the two ropes, yeah. and like. Eventually, Eddie Guerrero had to like basically break kayfabe and like help him out of the ropes because he was genuinely stuck. I remember that match. Good old test. Yeah. Um, so Perry Saturn helps Eddie Guerrero uh, win the championship. So Team Unity again. But then, typically, shortly after WrestleMania, the Radicals split. Um, Malenko and Saturn team for a little bit, but doesn't really go anywhere. Mm. Um, at some point, Perry Saturn... Um, just beats the shit out of a jobber called Mike Bell. Oh, I remember this. On like an episode of Heat or something, just like yeah, destroys yeah. him. Something to do with like a parking ticket, I think. I'm not 100% sure what that was about. Was it not that like uh, Perry Simon got knocked out or something? Like he got knocked out during the match and then like I think he just saw red and just beat the shit out of this guy. I remember seeing the video. Like he was yeah. generally like laying like fists <laughs> down and like threw him out the ring and he landed on his head and like all of that stuff. I remember that. Yeah, he goes to town on that guy. But I'm not quite sure what the deal was, but Saturn goes a little bit too far. And so after that, he kind of got quote unquote punished. Mm. By being a gimmick, by being given a gimmick where he could talk to a mop called Moppy, as we've <laughs> covered, and that was pretty much it for Perry Saturn. Dean Malenko 
retired in 2001, so that was pretty much it for him as well. He was in the he, he was a wrestler for about a year and a half, mm. and then he retired. So you know that's the history of those two guys. But what you not really like anything too too much to shout about in the WWF, in WCW and ECW, like I said, they were much bigger deals. Malenko was a former four-time cruiserweight champion in WCW and held the United States Championship and the Tag Team Championship. He held that with Benoit. And in ECW, he was a two-time television champion, one-time tag team champion, again with Benoit. So, you know, he could work. Mm. Saturn um, was a three-time tag team champion in ECW with John Cronus as the Eliminators. As we Don't also- Elimination! Uh, the Eliminators. <laughs> and then he also won the... Um, what did he win? Oh, he won the, the television championship one time in WCW and the tag team championships twice, once with Raven and once with Benoit. So Benoit can clearly work with all these guys. And they're both clearly, well, you know, pretty well versed in tag team wrestling. Yeah. As you can see in the other two companies, they were in former tag team champions. So they've done that business themselves. So let's get that's the history out of the way. A little history lesson. Let's get down to some business, all right? All right. So, um, we're going to assume that Eddie and Benoit are going to be destined for great things. So, we're going to try and make something out of Dean Malenko and Perry Satter. So, uh, right off the bat, you can have Benoit gunning for the IC Championship and Eddie gunning for the European Championship. That's fine. That can stay the way it is. That leaves Satter and Malenko to form a tag team to go after the tag team championships now in the year 2000 and the year 2001 there were pretty much three big tag teams at the time that were pretty you know, they were ruling the ruling the roost as it were so edgy christian, edgy christian dudley boys and hardy boys yeah so i figure wouldn't it be cool if we kind of inserted malenko and saturn into that a little bit mm. make it a little wild because you've got those you know, three teams of guys that are young and hungry and want to make a name for themselves. Malenko and Saturn, by this point, uh, well-experienced veterans, would be an interesting kind of angle in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Mm. Also, because the Radicals, you know, did that thing with Lita, so they were feuding with the Hardy Boys anyway. So it's not, you know, it could work. It could work. So mm. let's try to let's try to work it. In, uh, let me see. In 2000, the beginning of 2000, the Dudley Boys beat the New Age Outlaws for the Tag Team Championships in February, which leads to uh, the Triangle Ladder Match at WrestleMania 2000 between the three teams that we've already covered. So that can stay the way it is, because I'm not taking a classic like that out of the picture. Great match. Right, so we'll we'll keep that going. But we're also going to keep Malenko and Saturn building themselves up as a legit team in the Tag Team Division, so they're going to be going up against classic you know, 2000 tag teams such as Too Cool. Oh, yeah. Classics. Kai and Tai. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Uh, Head Cheese. <laughs> also known as Steve Blackman. A classic duo. You know what I mean? So they're going to be racking up wins over some of those already established tag teams. So established. <laughs> Very established. <laughs> hey, Too Cool won the tag team championships. Did they? I'm about to cover that. Oh, in sweet. in. All right. Let me see. Edge Christian won the belts at WrestleMania, and then they lost the belts to Too Cool at some point in uh, in May. I think it was just like on an episode of Raw or something. They How lost you? it. Well, you know what's the weird thing is? I don't think that episode is on the network. Oh. 
I, so it never we happened. Went, we went looking. Well, it does happen because we went looking for that episode and we couldn't find it. So we couldn't find the episode where Too Cool win the belts, but we can see footage of Too Cool defending the belts. So it did happen. Maybe it's SmackDown? Maybe. I'm not quite sure what happened there. So in, in May 29th, Too Cool beat Eddie Christian. And then I think like a month later, June 25th at King of the Ring, there's a fatal four-way tag team match um, with the Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian, Too Cool, and TNA. Remember those guys? Yeah, Test and Albert. Test and Albert. Test back again. He's always in the mix. So let's... <laughs> Or TNA, like the promotion. <laughs> or, well, yeah. So let me see. I Here's what I propose. All right. We all love Too Cool, but wouldn't it make more sense if instead of Too Cool... It was the Radicals who randomly challenged Edge Christian, and then they win the battle. Win maybe via Pinsal and Malenko. They're like we've to go on the other team. So May 29th, Saturn and Malenko win the tag team championships. All right. Edge of the seat storytelling here. Maybe they win by pinfall. I don't know. Hey, it could happen. It's very likely to happen. You're right. In a pro wrestling match, winning by pinfall is very likely. Sometimes matches uh, just end with the referee stopping it. So sometimes it's a hell in a cell match. And it ends exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so just bear that stuff in mind. Sometimes pinfalls aren't. You know, you want a pinfall. It doesn't always happen. You know. Yeah. But anyway, so the Radicals win the belts May 29th on some random episode of Raw or SmackDown, and they hold the belts until SummerSlam 2000. So at SummerSlam 2000, we had the Triple Threat ladder match again. Eddie Christian, Dudley Boys. I think maybe, was that the first TLC? Uh, I don't know. Um, potentially. So, I, I think the one at WrestleMania was just like a ladder match. And then I think the second one was officially called a TLC match. I'm not sure about that. But regardless, we know what match we're talking about. I propose we add Saturn and Malenko in there. So it's now a four-way mm. uh, or four-team ladder match for the championships. Dudley's, Edge of Christian, Hardy Boys, and the Radicals. Mm. I would have the Dudley Boys win this. Okay. I think in real life, Edge of Christian won. But in, for this, we're going to have the Dudleys win it. So now, what's interesting is you have the Dudleys who are the champions, and now you've got the former champions, the Radicals, Malenko and Saturn, who also previously worked in ECW. We've got a little ECW kind of thing going on here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because of that, Malenko and, and Saturn know how the Dudley Boys work. They know they're very violent. And they use tables and stuff like this. So they try to one-up the Dudley Boys. They try to, like, you know, show that they're just as tough as the Dudley Boys. Sure. So they're, like, attacking them after matches and attacking the backstage and really making a big deal, like, trying to prove to the Dudley Boys that they should be next in line for the belts. So I have the Dudley Boys fighting Malenko and Saturn in a street fight at Unforgiven. Nice. On uh, September 24th, and I would have Malenko and Saturn win the belts back. So now Dudley Boys are pissed, obviously. So they're like, now they're the ones chasing after Malenko and Saturn. They're like, you can't beat us at our own game. We're going we're gonna to get you for this. So they do that thing they always do, where they start putting women through tables. <laughs> I was literally going to say that. <laughs> it's exactly what they used to do. So the Dudleys go and attack Terry Runnels who mm. I kept with Perry Saturn and Dean Malenko. Nice. And they put her through a table. So now the radicals are like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You're a piece of shit. <laughs> so I say from here, it's like no mercies the next bit review, October 22nd. So let's have 
why don't we just have a table match mm. for the belts? And this is the one. This is a decider. We're going to do this. And they make it very violent and ECW-esque. And it's a crazy old time. But eventually, because it's a tables match and it's their specialty, the Dudley boys sneak a win. They get the belts back. So then at Survivor Series 2000, um, we have a Survivor Series match. The Dudley boys and the Hardy boys, who I would have as faces against uh, the Radicals and Edge of Christian, who would be the heels. And they have a traditional old Survivor Series match because, you know, it's still building the tension up between all these teams that are getting together. Oh. And I would have Edge and Christian win on their side because at some point the Dudleys and the Radicals start brawling outside. You can have them like counted out or something like that, but they're still angry. And then this leads to another four team tag team championship match at Armageddon 2000, um, which is 10th of December, apparently. And then I would have the uh, I would have Edge and Christian win over the Dudley boys because th- that happened a lot uh, back in the day, as you remember, like the belts were hot shotted between those teams quite quickly. Yeah. And, but it always worked. It always made you interested to see what was going to happen next. You know, it was a, a risky gamble, but I think it paid off. So now these three teams are going back to focusing on each other. Malenko and Saturn are pretty pissed off. You know what I mean? At the beginning of the year 2001, at the Royal Rumble, Malenko and Saturn challenge Edge Christian for the belts again. And Edge Christian sneak a win because that's what they do. And so Malenko and Saturn get really pissed off about this. They're like, we've just had enough. We're not playing by anybody's rules anymore. Just forget the whole thing, you know. So they start interrupting matches. They start, like, taking over commentary for no reason. They just start wrecking stuff backstage. They're making a big deal. Just, yeah, right? Why would they do this? They're just making making a mess. Boys behaving badly. It's silliness is what it is. It's just a whole lot of silliness. And so eventually, obviously, people are like, you can't do this anymore. We're fed up if you wreck the set every week. we got to put this up in a new time next week, and you're fucking it up. Stop doing that. So they're like, what, what's the deal? Why are you so angry? Is it because of the tag team belts? And uh, Malenko and Saturn, they just come out one day and start to, well, they try to explain their actions. And they're like, basically... You don't. It doesn't matter what we do. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what any of the wrestlers here do, because soon WWF, as it was at the time, is going to be dead and gone. We may as well just make havoc for ourselves because a couple of months, shit's not going to exist. So why don't we just do whatever we want? Mm. And everybody's like, "What is that? What the fuck? (laughs) What are you talking about?" All right. So then, WrestleMania 2001, you get the TLC match, Dudley's Hardys. Edge and Christian, keep that the way it is. Malenko and Saturn, because of their reckless actions over the last month or two, now get quote unquote punished for their reckless behavior by going through like a big old gauntlet match for the tag mm. team. You know the classics, we got too cool, Kai and Tai. Head cheese. Established. <laughs> but then that's how gauntlet matches always work. You get the, the lower teams in first and then the bigger teams come in later on, you know what I mean? Mm. So then you've got guys like um, you know, the APA coming in. Oh, yeah. You're going to kick their ass. And the right to censor, who are pretty big deals mm. in my mind. You know what I mean? That's that's some foreshadowing for my right to censor thing that I'm going to do later. And this is this is, this is is a big deal about this whole thing, is that I'm going to try and, like, properly keep this as one timeline. 
Okay, nice. So the reason they they write the censor are a big deal at like WrestleMania 2001. I'll explain that in the Right to Censor podcast. So is this like uh, the next few episodes you're kind of linking together in the same kind of timeline? I'm gonna well, not just the next couple episodes. I'm gonna link like the kind of the stuff that I do in the year 2000 2001 because I imagine I'll do a lot of it. I'm gonna hmm. try and tie it all together so that I'm actually booking the show properly. Nice. All right, cool. And you know, I'll probably obviously I'll at some point I'll I'll be doing more recent stuff and you know, straying away from the Attitude Era. But usually when I'm doing Attitude Era stuff, I'm going to try and tie it all together, okay? Nice. So that's going to be huge. It's going to be big. And um, and that's spoiler alert. I've got some big plans for the right to censor. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, but I don't, I, don't, I don't spoil it in this episode too much. So I you're going to be sweet. So as you know, like right before WrestleMania 2001, Vince McMahon bought out WCW. But did he? Well, that was like the week before WrestleMania, I think. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it was Shane McMahon, wasn't it? it was oh, it was, the name yes. in a contract isn't Vince McMahon, it's Shane yes. McMahon and all that. It fish. was Shane McMahon. Well, mm. the point is, the WCW got bought by the WWF. So that's how that happened. Mm. And technically, it, it started in May 28th, which is when Lance Storm appeared for the first time. Yeah. But like from WrestleMania to May, like that's a long gap. Mm. Why would they just sit around and fuck all for like three or four months, right? Doesn't make any sense. So in my timeline, the day after WrestleMania, and obviously this is a big deal for people rewriting history. They always want to touch on the invasion angle. It's a it's a it's a big angle. It's a big old angle. It's a wangle of an angle, and I am diving straight in and saying <laughs> that the night after WrestleMania, all of the WCW guys just appear on Raw, and they're like. We're from WCW. We're the best. This is the only wrestling show on time. So here we are. What are you gonna do about it? So let me just let me just get this straight. So just so just so for the sake of clarifying things. So when mm-hmm. you say all the WCW guys, yeah. are you talking about the WCW guys who were in the invasion angle? So we're we're not talking Goldberg. We're not talking Sting. We're talking um, you know Booker T. We're talking Mike Awesome. We're talking um, uh, uh, fucking Mark Jindrak. <laughs> hey, don't slag off Mark Jindrak. In don't my... slag. I'm not slagging the Jindrak. Good. Well, I, at the moment, I haven't quite figured that out because okay. that's that's a big angle. Yeah. Uh, but let's just say lots of WCW guys appear the next day, mm. and so everybody is kind of like, "What the fuck do we do now? All these guys are here." But Malenko and Saturn, who are former WCW employees. Don't seem it doesn't seem to make a difference to them at all. Mm. Interesting. So obviously the WF guys are like coming after Malenko and Saturn, and they're like, "What do you What do you know about this? Why isn't this freaking you out? You know what are you up to?" But Malenko and Saturn, they ain't saying nothing. Obviously, yeah. we know that they predicted it. They were saying none of this shit makes any difference. We'll you know we'll burn it down. Nobody listened, so now they're not talking. Johnny yeah. tight lips. Exactly. Because loose lips, they sink ships. And who wants to sink ships? That's it. That's it. Anyway, so I would have the WF and WCW war beginning right then. And Milenko and Saturn, they stay in the middle. They're not taking sides. Okay. They could. They've got legitimate claim on both sides, but they're not picking a side. But do they? So my, my challenge to this is, Milenko 
uh, Saturn, Benoit and Guerrero left WCW because they hated it there. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing against it was that you know they weren't getting treated right, and fucking Russo was running ship over there, and he he was sinking ships in WCW. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, so I mean, why would they want to be affiliated with WCW again a year after leaving? Bryce, it's like you read my mind. Oh, nice. It's like you it's like you know what's coming next. <laughs> so at some point, Saturn comes out, Malenko and Saturn come out, and they say. Guys, the thing we were talking about, the thing that was going to fuck everything up, that's going to ruin the WF, wasn't WCW. It was ECW. Who saw it coming? Nobody (laughs) saw it coming. So now you've got the Dudleys and, you know, RVD, Raven, Just Incredible, Sandman, Rhino, Taz, who we covered. But I don't think I, I, I didn't get to the invasion with that. So no. Taz is involved. Maybe like Sabu, maybe like Steve Carino, you know. You just swerved the shit out of me there. There you go. So (laughs) did I? Yeah, I I did not see that coming. That's 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 biggest good. So they build themselves up as WCW or the ECW as like a third thing, and instead because in the vision it was like WCW and ECW, the Alliance. The Alliance, yeah. And I'm like, fuck that. Nobody, nobody in ECW. Would have been like, yeah, let's buddy buddy up with fucking Buff Bagwell here. You know what I mean? <laughs> they would have been like, fuck those clowns. We're gonna do this ourselves. <laughs> Can you imagine like guys like Sandman cutting a promo with Buff Bagwell? <laughs> They're fucking such a contrast there. Like it's so anti each other. <laughs> exactly. Like it just it wouldn't have worked. So I have them as like their their own like separate identity. Mm. And for the most part, W or ECW at the beginning once they're established, kind of sit back and don't do anything. They're like, we'll just let these two guys burn each other out, then we'll sweep in and, you know, burn the rest to the ground. Mm. But then eventually, you know, ECW, they're like, we want some of this action too. Because they're fighters, they're scrappy, they want to get in the middle of it. So Mm. they join the war as well. So now we've got WF, WCW, ECW. That's the beginning of my Invasion storyline, and the end at the moment of the Saturn and Malenko storyline. All right. So, so yeah, it's going to lead eventually at some point. Because I feel like if we're talking about rewriting history, at some point we are going to have to touch upon the invasion. So oh, yeah. I'm going to lay start laying the groundwork for that so that when it comes time for me to do the invasion, a lot of the stuff's already in place. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. There you go. What do you think of that? I think that's pretty good. So I'm I'm excited to see kind of where you're where you're going to take this with the invasion. Like uh, like you say, the invasion needs rewritten. Mm-hmm. I mean, it fucking sucked. I mean, <laughs> I mean, when I when I was watching it as a kid, I I remember enjoying it, but I look back in it and I'm like, just as a kind of wrestling fan, more in the know in in my twenties, mm-hmm. you know, I look back and I'm thinking like, this could have been the most awesome thing in the whole of wrestling you know you've got wf and wcw had a massive feud like for years and years and years the whole monday night war stuff and you know you could have had uh you know in, in team survivor series you could have had you know goldberg and sting and hogan nash hall versus you know austin rock undertaker kane like kurt angle these guys mm-hmm. and we didn't really get that at all. Um, <laughs> no. You know, I mean, fucking Shane McMahon was in one of the teams, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it needs to be written, and I'm interested that you're you're putting 
Malenko and, and Saturn in there. Uh, it's not it's not two characters who I would kind of associate with, um, you know, being being a big deal in the whole in the whole um, invasion scenario. But I mean, that's that's why we're here. That's what we're that's what we're doing. We're, re- we're rewriting storylines to you know make guys like Malenko and Saturn actually matter. Exactly. Like one thing that annoyed me about the invasion was like the whole like the the it only seemed like the the invasion was a threat like the alliance only seemed like a threat because of the wwf guys mm. like austin went over and he was the big deal like you know he turned heel and he was the guy to beat mm. and you're like why none of that make any sense didn't make any sense what why would you do that so little teaser alert not a spoiler a little teaser mm. in my history at wrestlemania 2001 all I'm going to say is that Austin heel turn doesn't happen. Right, okay. Something else will happen involving the heavyweight championship. Oh my god, Dean Malenko heavyweight champion. Well, if it was, I would have covered it already. <laughs> so, you see that? Oh, Covering my tracks and oh, adding intrigue and mystery. Oh, what am I up to? You'll you have to find out in, in a future installment of this fantastic podcast. All right, I'm, I'm I'm into that. I'm I'm into hearing more about Perry Saturn and Dimbalenko, and especially more about the right to censor as well. I mean, that's you know, what what what's where's, what's Bill Buchanan doing in all this? You know, what what's the what's the good father doing in all of this mess? Dude, the right to censor stuff is gonna blow you away. I can't wait. It's gonna be like it's gonna be um, it's gonna be a big one. I'm gonna take my time, really work on it, but it's gonna be like what the fuck. <laughs> you know, maybe in a good way, probably in a bad way, but <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm already blown away by the ECW swerve. I I genuinely 100% did not see that coming. I was I was trying to like poke holes in your story, like you know, <laughs> uh, why are they going back to WCW? Why would you do that, you idiot? And exactly. then you fucking pulled the swerve with ECW. That's genius. I love that. There you go. So you know, and it ties into their history and stuff, and uh, you don't forget about them because those two guys are pretty much forgotten about. Yeah, pretty um, much are. I mean, what are they? I mean. Dean Malenko is an AEW these days. I think he's an agent, and Perry Saturn just disappeared off the face of the planet, didn't he? He's, yeah, he got pretty bad. Yeah, he had drug problems. It's a shame. He got proper drug problems, and um, he, got, he got, got shot color. as well. He got shot. <laughs> yeah. What? He um, he. That's how his drug problems started. He oh. was. Is he saw like two guys like attacking a girl or like. I think they they were trying to rape her, right. and he stepped in and was like, "Fuck you guys!" So then they shot him. Fucking hell! And then he got really bad off, like trying to, you know, when he was recovering. I think that that's when his drug problems started, and he got addicted to pills and stuff like that. Oh man! They're not messed up. I didn't I didn't know that. That's awful. Poor guy. Perry Simon's my fucking hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I wanted to give him some props. You know, the guy deserves it. Bloody hell! Yeah, hope, hope he's all right. I think he's okay now. I think that like you know he's he's gone to rehab and he's doing better now. Um, but I think he's just retired by this point. Like you know, he's he's done. Perry Saturn, if you are listening to this podcast, hang in there, buddy. Perry Saturn, if you're listening to this, we love you, and we at least see what happens in the invasion storyline. <laughs> Wait until you see how this all ties into right to censor Perry. You're gonna fucking love it. You're gonna have a great time. You will lose your shit. Dude, the right to censor one. I don't want to hype it up too much, but like you've already hate you, out quite a lot. <laughs> I think you will lose your shit, but probably in the way where you're like, what? Why? Why did you do this? What the fuck? Yeah. But still, you know, it's something different. So, but we'll get to that when we get to that. And 
why don't we play a little bit of um, K-Fab Tombola if you right. if you want. Well, Do you have anything else you want to ask me about Perry Saturn and Demolenko, or shall we move straight to the Tombola? I mean, not not really. I've asked all I can ask. Cause I, I'm more interested in what happens next. You've got a lot mm-hmm. more happens in your story, so I, I'm happy Sweet. to jump onto a bit of a a little bit of the Tombola. Okay, cool. See, that's the trick, man. You want to build it up and and make intrigue, suspense. That's you know? it, suspense. So it's yeah. all about. I'm a very suspenseful person. You're very suspensing, yeah. <laughs> wow. You have you have been known to suspense. I definitely have suspended at some point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. anyway. Let's move on to Kayfabe Tombola. Yay! Yay! We should have like a little jingle. I was kind of thinking that. Let's let's, yeah. let's let's make a little jingle. I'll, I'll add a little jingle in here. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, if you can hear us talking about the jingle, it means we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but there will be a jingle. But it'll it'll be later. So, um, okay. So I have four wrestlers for you, and then I have four scenarios for you. All right. Would you like to pick a? A letter from A to D, and then a number from one to four. Are you going to tell me the names and situations first, or what are we? Would you rather? I quite like letting you pick and then telling you what you could have had afterwards. All right, okay. So give me, um, give me four D. Four D. Yeah. Oh, this is a great one. All right. Okay. So you could have had our old friend Headbanger Thrasher. All right. <laughs> okay. Could have had Molly Holly. Yeah. You could add Goldberg. All right, nice. You got Chris Canyon. Ah, oh, who who's better than? Mm-hmm. Wow. Right, okay. So you gotta make a come up with a scenario about Chris Canyon. Now here are the scenarios you turned down. Uh, had an affair with Stephanie McMahon. Right. Can't do that one. Does something crazy spectacular in a ladder match. Right. Can't have that one. Slowly starts to turn into Buff Bagwell. <laughs> you can't have that one. Oh, but tell you what you can have. You can have Chris Canyon creating his own spin-off television show. Of a spin-off of what? WF. Alright. You know how they have like fucking Ms and Mrs or whatever, or like total divas? Alright, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. You gotta that. come up with some kind of spin-off television show involving Chris Canyon, and it has to make sense as to why it would be a spin-off. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I've got an idea. You got an idea? Yeah. So let me see. We're doing 60 seconds, are we? Right, we're doing 60 seconds. Let me get my little stopwatch up, because I totally right. forgot to <laughs> put it up earlier. I'll cut this out. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna put 60 seconds on the clock. I'm gonna tell right. you. I'm gonna say go, and then you're gonna go. Give me the give me the situation once more. You're gonna be Chris Canyon, who creates his own spin-off television show, it's a spin-off from the WF. Okay. Right. I'm ready. And it has to make sense. Yep. You ready? Go. All right. So Chris Canyon, he his catchphrase is "Who's better than Canyon?" Right? Am I right? Yes. So the spin-off show is going to be a game show. It's going to be a game show <laughs> to figure out who is better than Canyon. All right. So you're going to get contestants from, say, they're contestants from like the indie scene, and like they all they have a tournament to kind of battle together with each other. They fight each other, and the winner gets to face Canyon. So every episode, just tournament, and then they battle each other. And in the main event, they face Chris Canyon, and Chris Canyon just fucking destroys them all the time. Uh, every time and it turns out that nobody is better than canyon because canyon is the, the fucking tits so <laughs> yeah and then uh, that that's oh that's that's just that's, that's, 
I thought I had more than that, but... Can I, uh, can I really quickly, yeah. when you say it's a bit like a game show, do they fight him at the end in, like, a quiz battle? No, 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 it's like wrestling, so they actually have a, a wrestling match, so it's like a spin-off wrestling show from a wrestling show, but it's, um, you know, the, the game show is Who's Better Than Canyon. And it's, so, oh, it's very competitive. Okay. Yeah, exactly, and then, like, Canyon's like the final boss to every every episode, so it's like, you know, in Takeshi's Castle where they fight the general and all yeah. that, it's like that, but Canyon. Okay. Uh, and we find out who's better than him. So. Your, time, your time is up. All right, yeah. Your time I'm, is up. I think I've been pretty well with that. You really, whenever you said it was a game show, I'm like, oh, I am so into this. This is totally work. Because I was imagining, like, Kanye coming out with, like, the wee cue cards and stuff. And we, <laughs> and we suit, like, welcome, everybody, to Who's Better Than Canyon? You know? Da, 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 da. Exactly. We top hat and stuff, you know? I'm right. <laughs> I like it. That's well done. And it turns out no one's better than Canyon, because... Canyon no, was awesome, man. Like, Canyon was awesome. Yeah, it's such a shame that you know he, um, you know, got depressed and all of that, and then, um, yeah, that's a shame. Well, yeah. wouldn't it be really good if somebody like recovered the invasion angle and really give Chris Canyon like a more prominent role in it as the lead member of Right the Censor? Wouldn't that be great? Oh, well, oh maybe my not, God. maybe not the Right the Censor bit, but you know. All right. Does he um, like? Does he like replace Perry Saturn after Perry Saturn gets fired? So like he is Perry Saturn. He's named Perry Saturn, but it's obviously not Perry Saturn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like who it's better Chris than Canyon. Saturn? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to spoil things. I mean, I, I'm pretty happy with that, but I mean, it's your it's your story, my friends. Hey, you know, whenever you're doing your invasion angle, you twist it and turn it whatever way you want to. Mm-hmm. All right. I can't wait for the invasion. That's gonna be a good one. Okay. But anyway, I think that's the show. That's the show. I think we did pretty well. Remember to um, follow us on Twitter and to keep updated with all of our regular podcasts and our other musings about wrestling. Uh, what's the... Is it at Making Kayfabe? We are at Making Kayfabe on Twitter. We are... If you follow us, if you... Uh, you know, tweet us, uh, like our tweets, retweet our tweets, tell your friends. We're trying to get this podcast properly out there. Um, you know, we're, we're going to try to be as active as we possibly can be on Twitter with all you guys uh, listening. Um, if you want to if you wanna email us, you can email us at makingkayfabe at gmail.com. Maybe you've got some ideas for episodes yourself, or uh, maybe you've got feedback that extends beyond Twitter's character limit uh, that you want to let us know about. Um Maybe you thing guys as well. have like uh, you know ideas for little kayfabe tambola at the end. Throw them our way. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. If you got ideas for kayfabe tambola, we will throw them right in there. We will throw them right into that tambola and and come up with game shows and and the like. <laughs> for uh, uh, please base them around Chris Canyon if you can, because um, that is uh, the ultimate. Um, but yeah, another thing is, is uh, to you know rate us on iTunes. Uh, you know, give us some good, good, good old five star ratings. It will really help us out. Help us stand out. Uh, you know, uh, uh, in the crowd uh, of wrestling podcasts, because God knows there's fucking thousands of them these days. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we we, we should have got into this game kind of ten years prior, but um, but hey, we're here now. Yeah. Um, better late than never, right? Better late than never, my friend. Exactly. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's, think that's the episode, my friends. Yes, thank you very much for listening, and hopefully you enjoyed it. You know, make sure to leave us some feedback and give us five stars, etc. You guys know the drill. Subscribe, comment, read, tell your friends. Uh, but thanks a lot for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. And you know what? I think we'll see you guys in the next episode of Making Kayfabe. Keep it Kayfabe, my friends. <laughs>